What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for movies that have been remade, redone, sequelized, adapted, or otherwise not unique or new or interesting. As always, I'm your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is my co-host, Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. This week, we are talking about Terminator Dark Fate, a franchise that has tried to do this trick so many times (laughs) that it's getting nauseating. And not only have we tried to do this a lot, this franchise is very unique in that we keep accepting that the first two are so important to film and to quality, and they are. are that instead of just remaking it or rebooting it, we have to always have in parentheses, it's after T2. This comes directly after that one. This is like (laughs) if after a good season of a television show, the writers just kept getting to try again instead of being canceled. Throw it at the wall, let's see what sticks. One of these will work. David Benioff, after Game of Thrones, went, well, hold on, season 10 is going to be after the last season you liked... And we're just going to give it another go. Yeah, we'll keep trying this over and over and over again. And part of that is because these first two movies are incredible. Both both of them are classics. And really, I don't hate three. Rise of the Machines? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Rise of the Machines, I don't mind. Uh, There are aspects of it that I think they get terribly wrong. But overall, I think that's a pretty pretty fine movie. I love the ending of that movie a lot. Um, the, The other two, I... Can, I hate. Well, <laughs> I very much, I think Terminator Salvation, which came out when I was in college, was one of the first movies where I really felt like the franchise had just completely lost, lost its, its way. Yeah. Where I, I very felt that the first two, the same way people feel about Star Trek or these other headier sci-fi movies, I was like, we were, we were saying something. something. We yeah. were doing it. We were there. And you've just covered it over with brown hues from a Fallout game brown and Warfare. Gears of War action yeah. and have made it a boring, banal version and wasted an opportunity to tell a cool post-apocalyptic future that never will be and ruined your protagonist in the process correct and had uninspiring acting and bad dialogue and then we tried again with genesis and that was even worse yeah genesis and is at funny. some point there was a television show which, which i love yeah i like i like the sarah connor chronicles genesis is funny because it 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 completely retreads over the good part. Like, remember when we were good? So let's do that exact scene again, but with an actress that's not nearly as captivating as Linda Hamilton playing Sarah Connor. You in? No? Cool, then. My bad. Leave. Yeah, we we <laughs> didn't just start over from T2 with Genesis. We instead played you the greatest hits. <laughs> right. And then we played you the music the band made in a garage <laughs> that we were never meant to hear. Yeah. And those two things hobbled together just do not make for a good performance at all. No. And so that's how we end up here with uh, Dark Fate with Tim Miller. The glorious return of a director who was once amazing and I think now just needs a nap. (laughs) And yeah, and you get the official stamp of approval, which I no longer take the stamp of approvals from original directors anymore because I feel like they're just getting a paycheck. Like James Cameron is now officially... This is officially the third one, and stamp, and you get that from like Wes when he was alive. You get that from those directors. Like I, really, Scott says this is the next. Hey, stop it. We don't believe you. No, we are now at a point where all the old directors that I grew up loving, I kind of just want to go home. Yes. <laughs> and for 
so many different reasons. They're either talking about new things and then backtracking on what right. they said. James Cameron just kind of seems like He's a rude so man. in that Avatar world that anything else is like, yeah, put my name on it, it's fine. And that's kind of how I see him doing things because nothing that he's put his name on that he's like, this is the next part or this is the next one or I, I stand behind this has been quality-wise until now. Because I do think this film, Dark Fate, is actually a solid entry into the Terminator franchise. I really like this movie. Yeah. I just think that it's very hollow. Okay. I think that we have, with Dark Fate, figured out, instead of playing the greatest hits, which we still kind of do, but now they're a cover band doing it. It's kind of like a Force Awakens style, like, yeah. It's very much a Force Awakens style. Yeah. I think we've now figured out that when you strip Terminator 1 of its technophobia and its horror elements and its practical effects, and when you strip T2 of the poignant questions of life and valuing life and what can make a good father or mother and do we have fate or not and what do you do when you know it's the end of the world and the responsibility of knowing that no matter what we do we're going to keep creating things that destroy ourselves there is no escaping human curiosity we're destined to do it yeah is a cat and mouse game yeah. And I think what we have in this movie is a really good episode of Tom and Jerry with a Terminator spray paint on it. <laughs> and some great action. Some great action sequences in here. That then kind of falls to clunky exposition in the beginning. Yeah. A lot of missed opportunities there, with some aspects of the franchise. There's some things that happen in this movie that I was like, oh, that's what I want you to explore more. Like, just pull on that a little bit more. Give me more of that as opposed to giving me the the Terminator 1 and 2 Redux. Um, and it happens, there's about two or three things that I was like, oh. But I think the biggest problem that this film has for me is that their main protagonist is Danielle, Daniela Danny. Yeah. And I, when the movie is over with, I still only care about Sarah Connor. I don't really care or have that much attachment to her because she never does anything that makes this her film. She just happens to be... She herself is the MacGuffin, and she acts like it throughout the entire film. She never Well, this takes over. keeps happening to the movie, and I think it's part of the formula that's built onto it is to make somebody so important that they can never rise to an opportunity. Mm-hmm. In Terminator 1, we never really... Sarah Connor never really rises to the top until the last minute when she crushes the Terminator. Right. In T2, John Connor really just gets in the way. Most of the majority of the time, yeah. And in T3, when he finally has to step up, he's almost not ready to do it. Right. So then in this movie, it's the same deal, where whenever she tries to fight or stand up or rise, she's immediately pulled down by Grace, by Sarah, told she's doing it wrong. She becomes the football rather than kind of a character. Yeah. And I think when you're trying to flip the script like this movie is and go, well, she's not, it's not just about her womb. It's she's the new John Connor. And I'd like that play, but it's a play more towards Sarah than it is towards her. Because Sarah is the one who has to have the realization like, oh, crap, I, because I was the person that my womb was important. I, I just naturally assumed that that's who it was. But no, she's not me. She's my son. That's her re- revelation. But that doesn't really mean that much to Danny on no. her end. And we try to do something new with the movie where 
all of them have been about what's going to happen. Right. Almost none of them have been about what's happening. Yeah. And when Danny gets up and goes, well, I don't care about the future. Yeah. I care about right, right now. now. I don't care who I am or right. what I become. This is what we're dealing with. I really felt like we had an opportunity to kind of change the pattern. Right. Which is in a lot of like mythos and storytelling, you get repetitious storytelling right. beats. And there's always kind of in the same way that Star Wars deals with it, where it becomes, well, it's time for the Jedi to end. It's time to break the cycle. Right. In Nordic mythology, it's what literally starts Ragnarok. And the new God of War game that was like, well, the son kills the father. Right. The big climax is the son's going to kill the mom. And Kratos snaps his neck and right. is like, ah, it has to stop. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. It all ends here. The Matrix 2 does it. There's always a moment where the person who's the one gets to make the choice to either be the one right. or go, fuck the police. And we give her that moment, and then we don't yeah. really do anything well, with it. Well, it's weird because her moment doesn't really stand out. Her moment is saying, this spot now is where we will stand to fight. But because she is the human and she hasn't really done anything before, she's not the one fighting. She's more just adding, running around like the damsel, like the beacon, like follow me here, follow right. me there. That's not giving me like the you are the tough leader that's going to be coming part. You're not just running around saying, look at me over here. Well, and follow it's funny because you get those small moments yeah. of her like, oh, she's going to be the leader. But you're right. Like when it gets time to really go... It just kind of falls she flat. She feels the weakest of the of the crew. And then you really do have to ask, whose story are we really following? That's the Am thing. I supposed to be invested in Grace? Am I supposed to be invested in Danny, in Sarah, right. in the Terminator? And I feel like, and I don't think they meant to. I feel like Danny was the point was the person they wanted to because they want. If this does well at the box office, they want to continue on with Well, have you seen James Cameron's comments? You know, there were themes we didn't explore, but I, yeah. I think if we get to make two, two more, more of these, right. like Jim, the last time you said that was a decade ago, and, and we're still, still waiting those, on Avatar right. 2. So. <laughs> they're still doing those. Slow down, buddy. But if they were doing that again, I think that's what they were focused on. But the film feels like, especially when you watch them in order, which I did. I watched this, the second one, and then I went straight into this. This is a Sarah Connor story. And the problem with that. And you even open this film up with Sarah, like you literally pick up where T2 left off, you open up with Sarah. But when you do that throughout the film and you're telling me that now my focus has to be on Danny, you're losing me because I'm like, well, my heart, all the characters characterization that I have is because of the previous films, I'm focusing on Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. I don't care about this new girl and you have done nothing in this film to make me care that she is the person that I'm now supposed to be focused on. Right. And they don't really... They don't really make you care about anything in this movie, except for Sarah. Sarah, yeah. And that's not a bad thing, but there, there's so many missed opportunities to me in this movie. The first one, I'm going to try, I don't have notes in front of me because we, we're going now, but my first big missed opportunity was we made a very weak choice that's different to have these Terminators, we're spoiling everything now, so yeah. you're in it, um, fall out of the sky and so just show up and like look cool. Right. Did you think that was going to mean anything? Because when we did it twice, I 100% thought we were going to figure out that the future not only had all this happened, but like the environment had changed. Right. And we sent you back in time at what was once a level ground. Right. But now, now it's kind of where you drop. you drop in. Because both in of them drop. They drop. And it's, I don't remember it getting, I just watched them, so they weren't. Like ice, like it's physically, like it's starting to get physically cold. Around they the drop. liquid Terminator, it's a little okay. like frosty. Got it. Got it. Um, 
And yeah, they've always kind of had this, like, it, it does things. But yeah, it like felt... Like stuck, one stuck in a bridge and one's just dropping right out of the sky. And I'm like, well, this was slightly different because the other ones were always on level. Like, they were on a ground or like, they broke up like a... I think the female one split a car into when she came down, but she was still on the ground when she landed. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one thing. There's a couple of... Like, there's another... The thing that I was like, this is something you should delve more into. The opening scene... Spoilers, like again, if you haven't, but the opening scene of this is that the there are multiple T100s that were sent down at one time. The sec, the one that they killed in T2 was one of them, and then there's a second one that finally finishes out the mission and actually kills John Connor because that's all he has. My part was like that I was amazed was like, oh yeah, once they succeed, they're just there. What happens to them? And I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. What so- happens to them? And then we find out that he's been putting up drapes and do you want to hear what i thought was going to (laughs) happen i thought the big twist because we go danny's important but we don't know why right we go skynet's not real it's now legion another missed opportunity that i'll circle back to but you've brought up these terminators and i'm on this now we established that sarah is beginning text to hunt down these terminators Mm -hmm. arnold's been sending it because he feels bad he's grown conscious he's learning we'll get all into that in a minute and i first thought you know what it's going to be Grace has come back, not to, to save Grace, not because she's John Connor, because she makes Legion. That we're now defending, and oh. the big twist was going to be that in their future, they use Terminators as allies. Got it. And I was like, and we're going to figure out the reason for that. That would have been a much better because, story. Because, wait for it, Sarah hasn't been killing these Terminators that are falling. She's been decommissioning them and reprogramming them. So when it comes time to fight Legion... She just has this army. I thought the big reveal when they were like, we can't beat him with what we have, is she was going to be like, let's go back to Mexico. And she was going to have this 10 Terminators. That actually works the- better because I was, my brain kept saying, I was like, I don't, even if she shows up two days early before they land, I don't quite see how Sarah is outright destroying these Terminators. Well, and are we fighting just T-100s? Right. Are we fighting T-1000s? I can't see are there liquid metal ones? Right. Right. I say, if it's the one, if it's the Robert Patrick edition of the Terminators, I don't see how she would make it out of those very well. <laughs> um, that was my other big missed opportunity was the Rev-9 Terminator, which I like a lot. Yeah. But we established that it's liquid and it's and it's metal. It's both. Mm-hmm. So I went, well, is this... If the last term... If T2 was all the chips, there's the one in the hand, there's the one in the liquid Terminator, right. there's one in Arnold, we gotta break them all. Does this Terminator have one chip or is it two? Because it can split, yeah, yeah. And if he's two, really the last fight should have been Sarah going, oh, I've fought both of these guys before. Me and Carl will take the liquid one. You two take this one. Crush that one, melt the other one, right. we're done. Yeah. Or can we get into some weird thing where it's like the liquid one's fighting them, but no one's dealing with this one. If we just walk over, can we take out one of them? And Are they working in synchronicity right. or right. is one on like standby mode when the liquid goes? And I thought we really lost a chance to explain what this Terminator can do and then really fully realize it. Because when we go to the future and we see it going like Venom style with yeah. these tendrils, yeah. Where was that? That was great. Like when he was in the prison, they kept all the stepping, steps, uh, attacking, like landing on him. You could see that it was happening then, but it wasn't clear. And I'm like, oh, you need to show that because we need to see how full power. Now, I think Diego Luna, they do do a good job of making him like the 
the coyote. He's like, got a, I'm, I'm, I'm he on a mission. He has a great presence right. as the Terminator. Correct. You're yeah. never going to be Arnold. No, but but I, I do think we get a little bit more scenes with Robert Patrick and T2 where we kind of see what his full power set is. Like when he's on the ground in the jail um, as the checkered pat- pattern floor to just to get the footprint so he can get the, the DNA of the person. And then he grows up. You see, it's like, oh, okay, I got an idea. We never really get to see what in full capacity what Diego Luna's Terminator can really do. You kind of just get an idea. It's like, oh, he looks at some clothes and turns, but that's nothing new. Like, we've and seen that. You get to see so much of the liquid Terminator in T2. Yeah. You see him on the floor. Mm-hmm. You see him with, like, the clubs, the back of the car, stabbing weapons. at the parents' house. He's making the, when you make the phone call. Yeah. yeah. We establish, like, very basic rules in interesting ways that he can go through the chain, but he can't bring his gun. Right. It gets stuck in the bars of the door, and right. then he's got to turn it. So now we know... Well, that can't become part of him. But when Diego Luna's Terminator first reveals himself, the garb, the lunch there's bag. a gun. Right, he has a lunch bag, and then that just morphs into a gun. So my question became, well, is the gun just under his liquid? Is, like, original right. term, is Black Terminator holding it and Liquid Terminator just, like, the coat? Right. Because then it would be an interesting way of, like, hiding a bunch of stuff. Correct. Can he, like, open up and you'd be like, oh, oh no. Oh, my God, he has an entire armory in there. <laughs> I also thought we kind of missed an opportunity with even Grace. What can these augmented humans really do? Yeah. I loved this conceit in the beginning that they send us back. My metabolism is wired to fight the Terminator. If I don't beat it right away, I die. I die. Right. We never follow up with that no, again. Just, Every now and then she just... insulin. Yeah, she just needs stem shot. packs right. from Doom. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And she walks it off and it's fine. We don't really show how the humans get to that point in the future. When she volunteers in the future is... Is the implication then that we don't know who the new John Connor is and you all just are assigned a person to go protect? Right. Is this now a bigger thing? Um, Is there a leaderless future because John's gone? And the answer was no. no. But I was like, there were so many more interesting ways to go with what they set up. Even Skynet, I like the conceit of T3 that you can't stop Judgment Day, you can prevent, you can delay it. Right. This is the inverse of that. You can't kill John Connor. It's going to go to somebody else. There's always going to be someone to rise. It made me think of Bioshock Infinite. Yes. There's always a lighthouse. Right. There's always a man. There's always a city. This is going to happen. You humans like, are programmed. Yeah. This is what's going this to This is go what down. we're going to do. Right. So I went, great. There's always a Skynet. There's always a chosen one. And we're always going to send people back in time. Fine. Skynet, theoretically, should just still exist. And I was like, why not have it where that Skynet just doesn't work, or it's like an Apple company now. Right. And we couldn't, we might know who Sarah Connor is because maybe she bombed Skynet when she thought it was going to go off. Correct. And that let Legion work. And you could have had Grace be like, fuck you. Like, you're the one that you're we blame this yeah. on. What an, in- I was like, ah, oh, there was so many opportunities to evolve this franchise beyond its formula. And instead, I think we figured out that you can make a good Terminator movie if a Terminator chases a person. Yeah, I, I feel like they were so afraid to do anything new with this one. They, this is kind of like The Force Awakens. We're like, we just want to get fans back because we've messed up this mark so many times. So we want to just, we're going to do our bare bones version, assuming, and we've talked about how you shouldn't assume that you're going to get multiple sequels afterwards, <laughs> but assuming that people would show up so that then we can expand the story out as we go along because i think it would be kind of cool if they had it if we saw some stuff where danny and linda are hunting whatever terminators come down next i don't think we're going to see that no but 
that would be the conceit of what they were probably trying to come up with. Next. And I think the bones are there. Yeah. I really like Sarah's arc. I, I love too. the moment where she doesn't have any photos of John. That's great. Great performances from her. I really like the idea that Arnold's Terminator has grown up. Yeah. And, and has found this weird purpose. He's sentient and he's kind of like, and we always, like they've always said that that version that he came by the second time, um, was a learning one. Like they, they, they adapted. They, they grew. And once you no longer had, when Sky Knight was dead, and you no longer have any obligations or rules that you have to do, you kind of just like, well, what's my purpose now? So how many of these Terminators are just walking around? That's my question. Uh, because again, we don't know. We could have just made them the allies Be- against Legion because she would have been dope. <laughs> she says mul- they send down multiple, but we only have seen two. Three, three maybe. maybe. Yeah, I'm like, oh wait, we, there's so there's more of these around. Yeah, in theory. Like I, in a perfect world, hopefully they would just wipe that. That would mean that the way that this ends, that Arnold is no longer necessary for the series. But it's clear that they could have more T one hundred just running keep around, doing yeah, it, right, yeah. Like we could now just be like, oh, well, another one right. that grew up, and now he's a, a, a fitness man. One thing that bothered me, and it's a small thing. This is more so just a, a casting thing. I don't know how old Danny is supposed to be. She looked younger in the future, and that bothered me. 100%. Because when they went five years, I was like, well, she doesn't. She looks Did 12. she age like a year? Like, I, she doesn't. They're the same age. And then it was weird because she said, Sarah says the whole one-off note that she's the same, around the same age as I was when I first started. But then she couldn't drive. And I'm like, well, is she a teenager? And if she is, the one in the future looks like she might be 19 as opposed to this one, what, being 16? Yeah, it is very it's, confusing. It's nebulously confusing. Uh, the de-aging stuff was great, too. Oh, that looked amazing. That looked so, really like, good. Plenty to like in the movie. I just very much... I'm more upset about the movie I didn't get mm-hmm. than the movie I got. Yeah. Right? I, like, I kind of walked right. out and was like, man, why could we could have done this, this, and that, and instead we I just kind of... it's weird for me, and I, yes, I can definitely see that, because there's a lot... We've played with this lore enough, and we've done... We've been here enough times, that there's been certain things that... A part of Rise of the Machines that we like, we didn't like any of whatever the hell Christian Bale was in, and then Genesis, we liked a little like some concepts and conceits of that. So we've done this enough where we, we, there's some stuff we could make a bigger and better world, but this seems like it was just so focused on one thing that I was okay with them just getting it course corrected. But I can see how people were like I just wanted more from a story because one and two were so heady, and they each one kind of expanded the world more and more. That this is kind of like yes, this is. Just by default, the next best thing after Terminator 2, but I feel like we could have stepped up our game another level. Yeah, I think you could have really focused in on something and taken some yeah. some risks that wouldn't have been that risky, mm-hmm. right? Like, Salvation, I think, was a risk. Yes. Genesis a was film. a risk. Right. Those were movies that completely. threw things yeah. away, and this was your safe movie, but because you built a safe movie by having... Sarah Connor back and having Arnold back and doing this kind of narrative that mirrors the first two, mm-hmm. why not explore some more lore it's, without getting too bogged down? Because the other movies don't do it either. It's funny. The though, show does it. The show does it. It's funny because we were saying how like we like Rise of the Machines and now that I'm thinking about it, Rise of the Machines also is just a carbon copy of like a, a hodgepodge of one and two and, and like do their own thing. But that last act is where it's like, Oh, these the machines become live, and then we have to be in this bunker, and that's the the heady thing that well, they do and with three, the end of that. The heady thing in three is also all of this is happening no matter what. Correct. So get used to right. it. It also shows that the machines are using time travel as a tactic. Yeah. Now that we're now that we can't find John, 
it's time to go back and get all the generals. Right. Which shows, I think, that the... Almost the same thing that two says. Our curiosity is going to be what kills us. Mm. We Our curiosity kills us in that we build atomic bombs and dynamite and hydrogen bombs. Right. The machines killing themselves by repeatedly doing this. Right. You could make the argument with three that they keep losing because their own curiosity of go back and get these guys is forcing us to react. Right. And then it also just becomes a like right place, right time movie that there really is. This guy wasn't chosen by God. He's not a super soldier. He just Just answers the phone. phone. Right. Which posits a lot of other like more interesting questions. Do we follow the right? Like it's that, it's that whole thing there. And I just think this film is heavily, heavily reliant on having gotten Linda Hamilton back because there's an innate, ingrained with the audience who's watching this gravitas and like we we've been with this character so she's earned our our respect and our like our characterization of what we have in the future we we're in it because of her had this been cast as a different like we had a different like we were saying we're gonna do this but this is uh sarah connor but a different actress i don't know if that would have had this film would have fallen completely apart yeah i I mean you need to have her in this for this to work and that's the one it shouldn't be because i i feel like they're trying to Hand this, hand the baton off. But I well, think yes and no. The way it ends is it, that's true. She's yeah. If there's always going to be a John, there's always going to be, be a, a Sarah. Sarah, right? But even like that conceit isn't really in this movie. There is never a moment where someone because they get rid of Skynet. Right. If they had kept Skynet and like kept Arnold, you could have had a moment of like, well, you delayed Judgment Day. Right. There's always going to be an event that will always be a leader and there will always be someone to train them. Right. These are just well, that, how it is. Yeah. Which would have been a more interesting thing because then you kind of do build on that of like, well, what does and doesn't matter then? Right. And we've never really gone to the future past this war so we just live in this now very weird nexus of now and then. Right. Instead of, you know, Terminator's never come back and been like, you guys won today and I'm the last resort. Which also could have been a fun thing to do. I'm the last Terminator. Right. This is the shot. Yeah, I, I, there are a lot of things, heady-wise, that they could, like, just period. I, I almost feel like one of these Terminator movies, not like um, the Salvation did, but one of these Terminator movies could just spend a good half of the film in the like begin the movie within the future just to see where we get to and then show them sending these like you are our last like do like you say like you are our last terminator you're all we have left to go back there after this we're done and then send 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 them back and see like that would because that would give more stakes to what's happening in the future because at well, this point now we're just like well doesn't matter each of these films going to open with a terminator from one side and a, and, a, and a protector from the other and the movie becomes very similar to the matrix and that it's the machines versus us right. right but where the matrix you kind of figure out it's about power we're their source of power they need to keep us numb right so that we can keep giving it to them we don't really know what the machines get out of this Correct. We don't really have that Agent Smith moment of like, you know, it really became our world when we started thinking for you. Right. Um, so then I guess really the question to tackle on our show of the why, why technophobia? And I, I will go a step further. Do you think technophobia is now harder to do in a movie because technology's caught up with us? It's very weird because like some of the stuff that this Diego Luna's Terminator was doing, I was like, oh, I could do that from my computer at the crib. 
Like, if I'm searching for people, like, and looking through, I was like, this isn't that hard anymore. Like, it, it, T2 came out at a time where technology wasn't caught up. Now we're at a point where, like, a lot of this stuff, it's not new to us anymore. Well, that's the funny thing when you kind of trace back. I mean, you can trace back technophobia, horror movies forever. But when you look at kind of the modern ones, your Stepford Wives, mm-hmm. your Videodromes, your Terminator... It was kind of this like, well, look what it can do, and it's dangerous to have it, and your privacy is at stake, and what you're afraid of is what you either become when you do it, you lose your humanity, the next logical step is the matrix, and it's our extinction. And that's kind of always been where technophobic movies lie, and I think now that we're kind of numb to it, you get to a movie like Countdown that came out (laughs) that no longer really builds a world around itself. Right. And so like the first Terminator was scary because it did go, we're right on the cusp of AI right. and here we go. T2 was scary for the same reason. The matrix was even scarier because it was at the turn of the century right. and we were about to do exactly what the movie said. And now we're kind of there and it's almost like laughable. There, yeah. are, there are memes of like, Oh, the government wants to put a video audio taps in here, and then someone being like, "Hey, audio tap, like yeah. play the Kings yeah. or whatever." So I guess the question then is, what are we afraid of now with technology? Yeah, and why isn't that really in Terminator? And we kind of get there, right? With like the phones are the tracking phone devices, GPS. and this is there. Yeah. But I think now when you look at the state of technology, it's less about what they can do to us personally and what they can do to us politically and financially right like now we're afraid of our technology because it's affecting our elections it's taking our money it's like our money is now in a bank account if that's frozen or gone like it completely you're you're stuck what scared me the other day was i was talking with my roommate about uh socks that you can like print any photo on he was telling a story okay the next day i had an instagram ad for putting in it those are the weird things the that I go, yeah, yeah. this is now what scares right. us. And it's almost our apathy. Yeah. And I think there's a way to hone in on that with Terminator. If we beat Skynet out of fear, did Legion come about because we were apathetic? I almost feel like one of these movies needs to, especially at this point now, on their team of Sarah Connor and whoever the hell else, there should be a tech person on their side who can kind of combat some of the Terminator's like I know tech, like I got this on my end. Like this is the, this is the yeah, stuff that they have. I they're got not stuff. that far. Right, ahead they're not anymore. that far ahead anymore. So like you should have somebody now who is not just a war person. A tech person should be on your team because we're in two thousand. Or like, why are there new types of terminators? Right. Why didn't he land with two drones? Yeah, yeah, it, a it, satellite network. Like it, there's. I think more you have to do now to convince me that it's a threat other than look how strong it is. It's funny because in the movie, they, I mean, they mentioned it because that's the, my brain had already gone. It's like, I hope they've already gotten rid of their phones because those are active GPS zone. And then she says, it, and I'm like, Oh good. That's in there because yeah, that would be the first thing I do. I'm like, Oh, this needs to go away. Gone. Somebody's on me. <laughs> right. Well, then you even get into the, like, how hard is it to get off the grid? Yeah. That really becomes the next question for Terminator. If you're going to hide, how how do you, how, how do you even escape it right, now? Because like, cameras are on every uh, so, uh, stoplight. Like, you, right. how do you do that? Yeah. Are we, you know, going back in time to learn and grow? Because like she shows up, and Sarah's like, "You don't even know how things work in today's time." And I'm like, "Well, 
that shouldn't matter. If I go, if I travel back in time with tech I have now, outside of like there not being internet to pioneer time, right. it doesn't matter if I know how to churn butter. <laughs> if I have an assault rifle, I'm going to win. Right. Like, she yeah. should just be advanced. Because it's like, you don't know how it works here. Stoplights and cameras. But then she hacks a phone automatically. Right. The rules don't really oh, connect. Correct. So I think we, you need to work a little bit harder on your world building now and really hone in on why am I afraid of this Terminator? Right. It can no longer just be that it's a machine that's going to kill me no matter what because my cell phone's going to do that by giving me cancer. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, what are we doing as a society that's allowing this? In T2, it was curiosity. Right. Men like you made the A-bomb and the dynamite. You think you're so fucking creative. Like, what is it now? Did we just stop caring? Have we we ourselves done so much to make things, quote-unquote, easier for us tech-wise that we've created this world that now wants to kill us? Like, I would have 100% bought that there is no... That Skynet existed, but then Legion... Hacked an election, did whatever. Right. You don't need right. to do we, it so on the nose. Right, but we did but something tech-wise that that Legion put somebody swallowed. in power right. that destroyed Skynet. Exactly. But now maybe the war is getting too big, and it's trying to go back in time to get the bombs that Skynet had. Yeah, maybe what it did took over narratively, and now there's a resistance, and they're going, "Well, we need the weapons and from I think Skynet." You and I talked about this off that mic scared the shit out of me earlier, and I was like, "I just think this is that was just lazy." Is that the future? With the the Terminator, the revs, the Terminators shooting in, in the war, look exactly like the Legion version of them. Looks exactly like what the Skynet versions of them did in, in T2. And I'm like, well, there's no difference then. And that's kind of my complaint. If you're just going to copy and paste everything, either just copy and paste everything and just call, it, call Skynet, it Skynet. Right. Or really be, tell, tell me why it's different. Right. I'll accept there's always a lighthouse. Yeah. But Bioshock Infinite is a very, a very different, different game exactly. from Bioshock. If you're going to say that Skynet no longer happened and then this is the what what happens in turn of that, it cannot be a one to one ratio thing. Like it just can't be. Right. Um and that that was part of I was like, oh that's lazy if this is now it's something different. Very it also is like, you know, my nostalgia, like, no, it's Skynet and it's Cyberdyne systems and it's this, and now you're just like, it's the same thing but Legion. I'm like, well, no. If you're gonna rip away my nostalgia. You gotta give me something else. Yeah, tell me why. Like yeah. does Skynet matter at all? Right. When Sarah's like, I saw the world from Skynet, is she just like or even, Oh, or the even, Jeep company? Or there you can even be a point where like since Skynet has fallen in that timeline, just be like, yo, this started off as Skynet and someone came along and we we reached like this is now. So Legion. there's only two companies now Skynet right. got bought there's ways to modernize right. it to what's happening now yeah there's ways to take the aspects of technophobia that now scare us and make it work in Terminator yeah the same way that like the new Matrix movie has this same hurdle across they do in 1999 we all looked at the Matrix like, and we're like ooh. this is we're kind of like right there right I can't think of, there's a word for it where it's the future, but it's like the close future. It doesn't matter. But there's some narrative of like tomorrow. Like this right. could, this is so close to happening that it's scary. Right. And that's how the Matrix felt, mm-hmm. where you were like, oh, well, oh fuck. We're like, on the cusp of, this is right around the corner. But now it could just be like, we gave it all the, we gave Legion all of our data. Legion could be Facebook. That's the way you play that. And you could that. just yes, go, like- Legion knew 
everything. everything. It knew how to target <laughs> yep. me. It knew where my mom shopped. It and it need... was able to get her to go in that store and then bomb These her. things didn't even need to come kill me. They knew the type of food that I was going to eat and they poisoned the crap, by poisoned my food. Right. Like, that's it and wiped it, out. It didn't need nukes. Right. That would fucking scare the shit that out of me. Would be much scarier. If Sarah was like nukes fell from the sky, and she'd be like, "Who needed nukes?" Right. They knew everything about us. Yeah. They were able to get us before we left the door. It didn't matter. We sent packages to their homes. They like put a chemical in their home. They're yeah. <laughs> Everyone opened up their Amazon packages right. one day and got hit with poison. The right. people who didn't use Amazon went shopping and they, like you just that's frightening we have everyone's data it didn't right. matter the people who survived were told where their living relatives were and then a bomb dropped there like right. yeah i mark myself safe in fires in california <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> could you imagine if they were just like there's a fire in california go here and then you went there and like white skynet gassed right. you yeah there's more inventive ways to do it yeah and then yeah skynet was making the terminator now we use it as the ally Correct. Like to me, I'm like, that's how you really flip this script and be like, the thing we were afraid of is now what we need. And the thing we did were apathetic towards is the thing that got us. Yep. Yeah, I would, that would be much scarier. And I think a, a lot more, um, it would be a lot easier to sell that movie as almost a, going back to the horror aspect of it again for an audiences because right now it's like audiences are like this is the same thing that I've always that we've done over and over and over so this is a great segue to what will be my last question for you Mm -hmm. you're still in on the franchise yeah I'm back as well I'm in I know that I've been like it could be better but like I'll take okay sometimes right Star Wars could have been better and I love The Force Awakens yeah um do you want another one because I do, I am sort of like, great, I can walk away. We did it twice. You don't want another one? I want another one the same way I want an, I'm going to keep using Bioshock. Or, you know what? No, I'm going to use Ocarina of Time now. I'm going to use Legend of Zelda. Okay. I want another Terminator the same way I want another Bioshock and Legend of Zelda. I don't want you to do the same trick again. Yes. We've gone underwater. We've gone to the sky. The conceit of the franchise is now the lighthouse, the man, the city. Brickyard. Legend of Zelda is, here's this giant sprawling timeline. The hero falls. The hero rises. Ba, 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 ba. Right. I now want Terminator to go. There's always a chosen one. There's always a trainer. Protector, right. There's always a future. There's always a company. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. And now make that more complicated. And now break like turn that on its head. Right. And now do something with that. Right. Are we? Am I going to see the first Terminator in a lab? Right. Is Skynet working on it? But somebody doesn't want to do it, and somehow that gets to the future. We Death Star it. Right. Oh, they put in something, so we've got to send a guy back, and we do it like the Cold War, and you just lock us in one location with a robot that's trying to like make this happen. Oh, that'd be great. I I, I am in this world because I like this movie enough that I'm like, okay, they made me care about a Terminator movie again. They made me care about. I already love the first two, but as a trilogy, those three, I was like, okay, cool. When this movie ended, I was like, oh, I would like to come back here more. I would like to learn more about Danny, but I do think I definitely don't want a film that feels anything like the first three again. Like, I want you to. You do don't that. want to double down on Dark no, Fate. You, that's kind of yeah, where I'm at. If yeah. we're going to do it again. You got to go ball, like completely, almost take it apart and rip, put it back together. And like, where do we, what are the pieces here? Let's do something. Right. That they haven't seen before. Well, I think we know the math now. It's a cat and mouse game. Yeah. That's what Terminator is. is. What That can mean so many things, though. Right. In so many different ways. If it's not going to be Skynet and it's not going to be Legion. Now, granted, you've got Sarah Connor and Danny there. Right. So, does the same thing happen again? Is the next movie the Rev-9 gets sent back and we do T2 to again? Because that's what they've set up. Right. Right. They've left us in a place where it's like, well, all you can do now is send back the one that we recognize. 
Is there just another Arnold lying around? Right. How do you kind of build? Because that's the other thing they always do, right? They send back the better Terminator, and then the, the something older, the older we model. get the shittier one. We, right. <laughs> we get Kyle Reese to the Terminator. Right. We get the Terminator to the T one thousand. We get the downgrade. We still get Arnold to the female one. <laughs> right. This time we get old Sarah. We get three people to fight this one thing. Right. So, what's what next? next? Exactly. Do we open on Sarah's funeral? Danny doesn't know where to go. I actually think it would be cool if, like, if they're hunting Terminators. Um, if they're hunting hunting Terminators and then Sarah just because of age just dies and Danny's kind of like left on her own and then some of those Terminators she can't she can no longer kill them all and they start overtaking her I like there's like a bunch of them keep coming down there could we also acknowledge this is now like some weird Ocarina of Time universe where we have the Sarah Connor future the John Connor future so the this, Salvation this future this 100% can we jump around? unlike Halloween this 100% feels like a franchise that like they they fit in different shifts like in this world John Sarah Connor lives and John Connor dies but in the Terminator 3 and I guess you can count Salvation after three Terminator 3 goes to 3. Salvation yeah. unfortunately. unfortunately but that's the one where Sarah Connor dies John Connor lives and he goes through that whole I was like, so I, this is one of the few series because it's dealing with time and like you're doing alternate universe this fits like you can however you want to watch them depending on which lane you want to go down. And because of that, fuck it. Make another one that's after T2 and be like, but this time, <laughs> right. there's always a lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just kind of want the franchise to either get back to horror or to get back to Or change the genre. Because I think we've, we've, I do like when genres switch and I think that this has such a stark difference between Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 that I would like you to Either either be a hybrid of that or do something different, but I, I love that horror horror genre, and I think with tech, it's pretty easy. It's ingrained to kind of horror is easy in that form if you do it correctly, and if you do some of the things that we kind of talked about. Right, like it's we're we should be afraid of technology, considering how much we so we put into yeah. this stuff. We should be afraid of this. Well, the, this franchise will always be relevant because of that. Right, it just has to evolve with what we're evolving with. Right. That's all it really has yeah. to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're we're doing recording this early, but it doesn't look like anybody's going to see this. I mean, it's it's a tough franchise yeah, to bring it back. It is. I mean, they they've they've pried wolf several times to people, and people are kind of just like, oh, we're done. Well, and that first trailer was bad. It was. And I think because it's so plain, and again, I like the movie, but it's plain. Mm-hmm. It, it, unless you're a big fan, and I mean, let's be honest, these movies never open large anyway. Like, for, they're always in the thirty-five to forty million dollar range right. anyway. So, if you already have apathy towards it, it's going to naturally fall in the twenty-five to twenty-eight range. That's just the way things are. Um, and when you're doing rated R, it's going to be lower, lower than that. Which I'm glad that they were R. Like, I do like some of the times when the blood it's gotta be R. Out. Yeah, like, gotta be great. R. It was great. Um, but I do think apathy has set in, and I, I don't. I don't know if this movie is enough of a like home run or ba- like base hit to get the entire audience that they lost back. They won't. Um, but I do hope. I don't know what the budget is for this movie. I pre- probably was pretty pretty high. high. Yeah, pretty high. I I would like them to continue on. I just don't see it happening. Money if they're going by the money. Now I don't know how the Terminators do overseas. I don't think they do well over there. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I'm not sure, but I know in the States, I don't see this movie doing well. And I, there's enough stuff opening over the next couple of weeks that this is going to just Oh, November is crowded yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's <gonna> wild. <laughs> just wild. 
Uh, that's it. That's the show, guys. Uh, no, actually, it's not. The last thing they should stop doing is ripping off Transformers ending by pulling out the all spark and sticking it on him. No go. No go. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like that? Nope. Yeah. It's not Optimus Prime and Megatron. It was very, I was like, and that I, is I, a solution for children. And I think what all the bother me is that, like, we've been through two movies where that wasn't already set up. Like, you just pulled this well, again, out of nowhere. We've beat a liquid one before, <laughs> right. and we've beat a regular one before, and Sarah's apparently been doing this for 20 years. Have a cool strategic ending. It just came out of nowhere because... Did you know there's a battery inside of me that if you use it to I kill think, me, it'll yeah. touch it and it'll die? I think that's my... Oh, there's a kill switch in you? So fucking convenient. Also, like, we never if that's the conceit, this. does the future just have a gun that shoots these power sources? Because <laughs> right. we absolutely should. Yeah. If we now just have a Terminator killer, why isn't that just being mass produced? That was so convenient. I sat there and like, really? That's been... Why, also, why haven't we done this so long ago? Uh, I'm going to break the entire franchise. We keep going back to stop Skynet. Why is no one just trying to stop the guy who makes time travel? Go kill that cat and have <laughs> the dude doing some You'd think, shit. like, because the, there's one prime universe we never see, which is where Kyle Reese does not impregnate Sarah Connor. Right. And she just has it with this... Fo- we don't know. Who right. cares? That right. timeline doesn't matter. Yeah. But if second John Connor in John Connor's new reality lives, you'd think he'd be like, hey, <laughs> look, I know how this is going to go down. They are going to send so many Terminators. <laughs> that guy is making time travel. I'm going to kill him. And him? And I'm just going to put it on. It's what Tony Stark does. I should put it in a lockbox and throw it at the bottom of the lake. Right. Just throw it away. Yeah. And then just have your war. Because <laughs> it seems like you're winning because the machines have to resort to time travel. To get it ahead. So they if you've got you them dead. on the ropes. Right. It's like they want me dead. That means we're doing something correctly in the future. I mean, so when Kyle's like, send me back to get your mom, I'd be like, I got a better idea, man. <laughs> Stay with me. I'm going to abandon you in a time. You're going to put a bullet in the head of the guy who makes time travel. The machines will not see it coming. <laughs> or just, I don't know, you send them to any point. That's always what I've wanted. I'm like, send a Terminator like way far back. Let's just have some weird horror movie. That would be fascinating too. We'll just go back to like the way back, like the 1800s. Like, what is a Terminator doing? Yeah, what? like a, like an oops Terminator. They got it. How many times have they tried this? Right. It had to take a while to get the coordinates right. That's like, true. There's got to be some that are just randomly around in some random times. Like, oh. We find it like Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> we make a theme park of these weird machine futures. It doesn't matter. The first two are great, and this one's yes. pretty good. So uh, leave us a review on iTunes, and then follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Hollywood Already Did It and Hollywood ADI on Twitter, and we will see you next week. Later.